When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. If you're listening to my voice, that means you're on another episode of Lightweights. This is episode three. Wild, huh? Wild, like the wild man we have today oh. coming in to talk to us. Guys, we have our friend Dr. Evan Anton, who is a world-famous veterinarian. He had his own TV show on Animal Planet called Evan Goes Wild. He just released his new book. It's called World Wild Vet. He's super shredded. Super shredded. That's what that's what Ilya's obsessed with. Like, oh my God, he's so handsome. It's insane. Like... Just being in his presence was crazy. He looks like a young Arnold Schwarzenegger and Henry Cavill. A Superman. Yeah. AKA Superman. I'll let him save me. Yeah. Ooh. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, we talk about animals and his experiences. He's been all over the world, traveled all over the world, and he's helped tons of different animals. He's working on uh, the black rhino in Africa, trying to save them, and he's just an all-around great dude. Unlike, unlike Ilya. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I stalled. I was like, wait, what? You have to think of that joke? <laughs> okay, here we go. Lightweights. It is really cool how like we were watching him on Animal Planet, and now we're fucking sitting in his living room. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. That's, that's really, awesome, man. really dope. Yeah, if you want, what's your address so that other people can experience it? <laughs> yeah. No, man. Dude, I, like to this day, some of my favorite things I've ever done you know on camera have been our videos dude they're so fun like i want to repost those they're so funny my whole family dude i don't know if i told you this this cracked me up so the first videos we did we did uh one where we neutered you (laughs) just for reference evan and i used to make youtube videos together like two years ago we would meet up like every other week and we like knocked out a bunch and it was so much fun like like what kind of youtube videos like comedy comedy we incorporated like comedy veterinarian like it was it was just really would cut them down so i could throw them on instagram too so we can get the point across in under a minute for them as well and so we did one where we pretended that henry was joe's dog Uh and um (laughs) as far as joe thought he was coming over to neuter henry And then all of a sudden I had like some just medical equipment and stuff. And like, I just, I stabbed Joe in the neck with a needle and he's like, what the fuck? He was like, you're crazy. And like, we did the whole Frank the Tank voice and like knocked him out. And then I do surgery on his nuts and like plug the wound with a potato or something. It was so funny. That's actually really funny. They were really good. Dude, it was like the, the view, he had the best view. So he's lying on the ground and he has a camera up at me and it looks like it's his point of view. Of right. Me as a surgeon. Right. And we have him like squirting ketchup, like blood's flying. And I, I think I got my, my screwdriver or something, like my electric drill. Yeah. It was so funny. Anyways, I show my dad. And my dad is super supportive of my career and like loves it. And I haven't done, I've done like funny, silly things. And he's like, son, I do not think you should show this. Really? I do. I'm like, dad, I don't. And everybody else, like I showed a couple friends. I show my mom, like, you know, everybody else was like, 
dude, these are like, these are super funny. Like, absolutely. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. And not to give a spoiler alert. They were, they were freaking awesome. But I show my dad and he's like, you know, with the neutering one, like that makes, you know, people are going to question you as a vet. And then you, I'm like, dude, like, and my dad's not like a complete, like, you know, idiot. Like he's like, he gets things like, but for some reason, these really scared him. And then the hunting one, he's like, son, you can't pretend to kill people and hunt people. I'm like, dad. Like, it's so, such a clearly. So just like, like all the videos with Joe, he's just like flagged. Yeah. <laughs> Take down Evan's career. Yeah. 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 It was like his, his, uh, his secret mission or something. No, it was so I just, I had to, I don't know if I told you that, but it was like the funniest thing. I'm like, he, he was adamant. Yeah. And then I posted him and he was like, oh God, you know? And then like the next day he's like. I don't know what I was. You were right. These are awesome. Like and people, oh, hell yeah. people clearly love them. Like he saw the response, you know, yeah. he reads the comments and like, he's always, he's always checking that stuff out. You know, he loves it. I don't want to just point it out there, but we did the YouTube videos and then Evan got a show on animal planet. So it's almost like there's a connection that, you know, oh, so you're saying that you kickstarted Evan's career. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, dude, <laughs> that entering. show. So on that show, one of the funniest episodes and I can't help but like think about the videos we did, you know, that kind of thing. What's the name of the show? It was called Evan Goes Wild on Animal Planet. And we're in uh, Kenya. We do this hike where this whole troop of baboons and sleeps on these rocks because they have good, you know, good. they can look around and they don't see leopards and predators and they can just sleep and relax up there and whatnot. And um, one of my camera guys picks up on this sub-adult male baboon. Then just starts masturbating and like oh right. Your camera, camera guy? Yeah. yeah. Like our, our C cam is watching a baboon masturbate. Oh, oh, I thought your camera guy. Yeah, oh my Joe, god. Come on. <laughs> the, why would the camera guy be masturbating? Sorry. No, and then he whips no. Uh, <laughs> the baboon. And then it was like the shortest, like dude, oh. he came in like twenty not poor, even it was like fifteen poor seconds. Guy. It god. was so funny, dude. Did it make the cut in the show? Dude, that was in our intro. Really? For every episode. The episode would go, and then the very end was like the last stroke to nut. And then it was like, Evan goes wild. It comes on the screen, and as it's dripping yeah. down. Yeah, they, they said you had that part. <laughs> What's your favorite species? Man, I like, okay, I grew up, and I was like obsessed with like dinosaurs and reptiles and crocodiles. Yeah. Dinosaurs and, are real, right? What do you mean? Like they, they existed. Oh. Uh, you're fucking with them, right? No, I did want to ask that. Oh, they he were is, real. He's totally. He's fucking with you. I think. Yeah. This is like a comedy podcast. Like we're joking. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, okay, yeah, you sure. have to be fucking like with the him. driest humor ever. <laughs> can I ask you one more thing? No. Okay. What's I don't thing? want. Like, can this just be us two now? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, holy please. shit! Like, I, I can't, I can't even. Be I don't on. know what the fuck that was, man. <laughs> Dinosaurs were real, right? Just out of curiosity. I mean, uh, okay. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, because I feel like you would know, and I know it sounds really stupid. Bigfoot? Bigfoot. All right. This has been a lot of fun, you guys. No. And, uh, <laughs> For real. Is, he, is it? Uh, real, I mean, there's nothing in real support of that no? in the scientific world. None of those mythological things. All of them are not? I mean, what else, what's all, what else is on your list? He's uh, going to say King Kong next. I don't fucking know it. Well, King Kong's really, you <laughs> idiot. The sea monster. Loch Ness? Yeah, Loch Ness. Oh, that's real. <laughs> You're fucking with no, me. that is real. That's really? proven real. Yeah. It was like it was a branch off the crocodile family and then it converged with a whale. <laughs> and then it had butt sex with a monkey or something. <laughs> <laughs> and it learned how to swim. Yeah, I know it's amazing. What animal would you be and why? <laughs> uh, that's such a good question. Um 
it might be cliche or something, but like, it'd be so cool to be like a bird of prey and like yeah, a soaring bird would be dope. an eagle. Yeah. I mean, they're just, I mean, they're not even hardly flapping. They're just riding the air currents and like seeing the world and like, yeah. that looks freaking awesome. Then of course you have animals like, you know, dolphins are super smart when they're in a pod, they're almost an apex predator in a way. And they, you know, they have sex for fun. Like they yeah, just, they, you know, they have all family oriented. Like, <laughs> I don't know. What would you be? Uh, I'd be a bird. Definitely like it. Right yeah. I feel like Joe would be like a rat tight. He'd be in that family. That's like a rat? And, uh, rat tight. Yeah, I could see a With rat. That. rat no, he said rat. <laughs> rat tights are the, the big flightless birds. So ostrich, emu, oh, Rio, I mean, you, ostrich, know, you know those cats cassowary. that have you know those cats that have no fur? Yeah. That's what you'd be. That's oh, fucking cool. That's legit. Yeah. Thank you. That's legit. He has a beard, which like you can't <laughs> Yeah, I guess. I'll shave it but at the same time, <laughs> that's legit. Uh this may sound like a weird question, but I was thinking about this the other day. Is there such thing as like as being an alpha as a as a human when you're around predators? Sure. Like, do they sense that you're not scared of them? Like, is that I mean a that thing? can be communicated for sure, you know. And oh, it's yeah. not. I mean, I don't always recommend it. Right. Um, but in some, I mean, you know, they say. For no, Joe, some, you're good. Go up to the grizzly. <laughs> I mean, that's one <laughs> where they say house. like. No, I mean that is one where they say like, yeah. be as big and scary as you can for that for those kind of animals. Right. I mean, a grizzly bear could easily be like, bro. <laughs> like I'm literally going to rip your spine out of your body. But like, uh, we, there's some species, you know, it's, it's better to do that. Others, it's better to not do that, you know? And it's like, right. it's inviting danger. I mean, you tell you, you go do that to a Cape Buffalo, dude, you're going to die. Uh, I was talking to Joe about this earlier and, um, you had your shirt off in one of the, uh, <laughs> in one of the, uh, in one of the episodes or whatever. And I was like, how the fuck is he so ripped? So you got, you got to give me a run. Cause I'm trying to look like you. You got to give me a rundown. Can I just say. Yeah. You look like Henry Cavill, Superman. Shredded, jacked, awesome. <laughs> like, it is what it is. Right. I Every mean, time I meet Joe's friends, they tell me about how he's talking about me with a shirt off. Yeah. And I'm like, I really fun. thought. It's, yeah, he brought it up to me. We were homies, and, it's, and I have nothing against it. <laughs> but it's like, he's just got to be more honest with me sometimes. Right. You're shredded. What do you want me to do? Yeah, no, I mean, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I've been working out and training on and off for 20 years. You know, or we're over 20, I'm 36 now. I started when I was like 14. You're 36? Mm-hmm. Dude, you don't look, thir- really? right? No. Yeah, you, no. You look no. like, you it's look crazy. like you're like 29. 20, I'll take it. 29. All right. Yeah. 29 is like for sure. I'm not even kidding. All right. All right. I'll 36. You don't, you don't see the grays here, man. Bro, that's fucking insane. I know. <laughs> Yo. That's my friend. That's Dude. My friend. <laughs> I mean, 36 is pretty crazy. Yeah. But like, I mean, I was a personal trainer for a year before vet school. So like I knew how to train pretty decently before that. But then when you really dial in and really get down that mind muscle and all the form and the movements and the, you know, the physiology, the, the anatomy and everything else that goes into it. And then being a vet helps with that stuff too. Like I do, we are as a, ver- I'm learning about mostly vertebrates. I'm almost in vet school. It's entirely vertebrates. Yeah. But training, I mean, weight training. I mean, that's my, that's it, man. I mean, that's, that's, that's all I don't do, ever do cardio or anything else. No. I'm, not, I'm not anti-cardio by any means. I just, right. I personally just, I, it's not fun to me. You don't have to do cardio, Joe. Change my life. Anymore. <laughs> Change my life. <laughs> you ever see that guy Coyote Peterson on YouTube? Dude, I yes. did a, yeah. I did a, I was on the Kelly and Ryan show with him. Really? Wow. Yeah. We did this like 4th of July little game thing and like super cool guy. I love his work. Like he's. His whole biting thing is ridiculous and silly and whatever, but like he he does get kids excited about wildlife and animals and like over like he 
his overall impact is like I think super positive. He had like this series on YouTube where every week he would have another extremely venomous insect. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he would capture it and he would have it sting on his arm. Yeah. yeah. Intentionally. Intentionally. Yeah. Oh, Just on. to rate the scale of the pain. Would you ever do that? I mean, because we have I'm an offer. open to it depending on like because we have a wasp outside right now. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like one of those things. Like the wild boys, it just looks so fun to me. Yeah. Like I didn't look at it as like, oh my god, this is a nightmare. Like how the fuck are they going and getting bit by these anacondas? I'm like, dude, I want to do that. It looks so fun. Like that was going through my head as a kid watching that. And so it's the same kind of thing with that. Like once you start going down that road, it's like, I don't know. Before you know, I mean, not that I would go this far, but you guys ever see that guy? And I, th- I do think he means well. I'm not saying the guy's a bad person. I forget his name, but he's like. I'm going to get consumed by an anaconda. Oh, I'm yeah. Put on uh, I don't know. this anaconda suit. And it's like, bro, what are you doing? Like you're you're putting the snake at risk from the entertainment perspective. That was the worst night of my life. I remember hyping it up to all my friends like, dude, this guy's getting swallowed by an anaconda. And I forced everyone together at our house. Oh, my God. And we watched it. And this dude, like every five seconds, there's a commercial and he doesn't get swallowed. Oh, that's a bummer. He was getting squeezed on so In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking we could pull one of the best autographs in the game. But guess what? With zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com. The only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. What I love is the display of the available cards, the hit rates, and the grading. Arena is a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying. And with Arena Club Slab Packs, they're revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash lightweights wow that's a crazy offer 10% off a $400 slab pack that's $40 right there anyways go to arenaclub.com slash lightweights for 10% off your first purchase this episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app and that it truly immersifies you in the language that you want to learn. Maybe you have an upcoming international trip or you want to connect with a family or a friend. I know a lot of people who want to learn a new language just to pick up a new hobby. I can personally attest to this as I used Rosetta Stone when I went to Italy for my honeymoon. It helped me brush up on the Italian that I learned back in school and I was able to get through the land and speak the native language. It made it so much more fun, plus my wife loved it. They're the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. There's no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language. Plus, there's lifetime membership and access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off that language learning. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Lightweight's podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language learning courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's the Joe Guarantee. Hard. Then I think he, and I don't know if the suit really couldn't manage it. Because he had, so he had this like 
apparently high tech whatever suit that could prevent him from getting completely constricted. Because so these snakes squeeze, squeeze so hard, they don't just make it so you can't expand your lungs and breathe. They make it so they're actually occluding your vessels. You're you're in such a tight squeeze that your veins and probably some of your arteries even are actually pinched shut. Like you go into like a heart failure because your heart can't pump the blood forward because the blood and it's not receiving blood because of the way your your veins are being squeezed. So it's like. It's probably like being passed. You know, have you ever, you ever been passed out when you were a kid? You guys ever do that kind of thing or seen that? Yeah, we always choke each other out at night. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm talking for real. Have you guys ever seen that kind of thing? I've, have you ever been? I've never been. I know it, but I never did it. Okay. You bend over, you hyperventilate intentionally. Oh. <laughs> you do that exactly. And then you stand up and then you put like a gentle pressure like on the neck, like here on both sides. So they come in like this, like a V-shape, like doing this with both uh-huh. hands. Somebody else does. And then you just drop, you just like Fuck. pass out and then you wake up anytime you like get passed out or knocked out unconscious, you like, don't know. You're like, what just happened? You like have a weird dream and you wake up and you're like, what are we doing here? Like, why am I on the floor? It's like, dude, yeah. we just pass you out. Anyways, that's like what snakes do. Do you want to do it? Do I want to do it right now? Yeah. Fuck no. Okay. I was just do asking. Do you want to do it? No. You shouldn't do that here. That's probably not. Like, I have to be so like. <laughs> paranoid about stuff but you guys should definitely do that doctor we should do it dr evan no 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 no. you're not hearing it from me no 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 (laughs) we should do it but not from evan i'm not telling you this but you should definitely do that and record it dude you want to talk about your book dude i'd love to man yeah absolutely i mean it kind of parallels some of the things we've talked about yeah so world wild vet um it's we like, have a copy right here. Yeah. I'd love for you to sign it. I would love to sign it, please. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Basically, it's like a collection of my adventures and stories and just like my, I guess my evolution from being this like crazy wildlife enthusiast that was down to do whatever I had to do to get into my parts of the world that had my favorite habitats and wildlife. Yeah. So sometimes. Oh, you have pictures. Crazy. Yeah. There's a little picture. Oh, insert. I'm in. I could read it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, there are a lot of cool pictures actually. You'll be able to see how ripped he is in these photos too. It's pretty cool. That's all you're focused on. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it's like the the first section's more about that, just like getting myself out in the wild. The book itself when you're reading, it's a super easy read. It's um, you know, there's happy moments and sad moments and funny moments and scary moments, and I've had some close calls and have you ever almost been bit by a snake? Like a venomous one? Yeah. Really? Been bit. Shut up. No, I'm not kidding. I'm I talk about it in the book, dude. I'm I know, always... chapter three. Oh, you saw? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Really? Um, oh. <laughs> like, oh, that was just a good guess. I couldn't tell if he was like, because his surprise was so like legit. I'm like, yeah, you're a yeah. good actor. if you Because it was like chapter three or something. I it, I can't remember the, yeah. And it was like a side note to one of my travels. Uh-huh. Okay, when I was a kid, I was always looking for snake stuff in my backyard. I, I saw my first copper in the wild. And it was like a pretty big individual. It was like maybe you know, three feet. Like they don't get much bigger than that, but it was pretty hefty, like for a copperhead. And I was like too excited to like not take it home. Like I had to like, no, I knew I wasn't going to keep it forever. And I didn't want to. I just like, I just wanted to appreciate it and look at it every day and just like obsess over it. And it's a super ridiculous thing to do that. It's a horrible idea. But I was young and dumb. And so like my love for wildlife was beyond my rationale. And so I took this guy home. And then one late night, you know, I was hanging out with some friends, came home pretty late and I I'd noticed the snake. Uh, it looked like it was going to be shedding soon. Like with a snake, they shed all their skin at once. Like all these animals that we've talked about shed skin. We shed skin, but we just do it in like tiny little amounts, you know, but snakes kind of do this one big shed. So it helps for them to get a little bit of humidity and some moisture on it to just help, you know, it can potentially help facilitate the shedding process. 
I put it in my bathroom sink. I, I put down the the plug and like fill the sink up with some warm water and just let it slither around and just get some good moisture and get a good bath. How big was this? I mean, dude, it was like a little under three feet, probably like pushing like three feet, you know, like a pretty good sized copperhead. Like he could get out easily. Oh, for sure. But I had my hook like I wasn't if he got out, it wouldn't be a big deal. He couldn't like fit in any crack in the wall or something that's what, you know, he was not like a tiny animal and the bathroom door was shut. And so I'm just like looking at him and I just didn't realize how close I was to him. And I'm just like appreciating him and admiring this beautiful snake in my sink. And it's just, it's, I know it's like the most ridiculous, <laughs> like nobody's going to take me seriously when they read this, but it's like, I feel like I've done so many good things since then. I can say this now. Yeah. Anyways, uh, dude, he just fucking snags me in the nose oh my what? God, me on my nose, like right here. And I'm like, oh, you know, okay. This changes things. If Evan. I was going to describe the feeling, it felt like my nose was being inflated and hardening at the same time. It was like this concrete balloon feeling. Are you able to breathe at this point? 100% able to breathe. I, I get in my car. Oh boy. I get, It's like four in the morning. You know, like super late night, just like kind of hanging out with my copperhead. And then I drive <laughs> to the hospital, which is typically like 15 minutes away. Walking, I'm like, hey, I've been bit by a venomous snake. I've been bit by a copperhead on my nose. Like, I need to get, like, can we get me to anti-venom immediately? And I hope they had it there. They didn't. So they like uh, emergency ambulance me to... KU Med, which was like in downtown Kansas City, like not crazy far away in an ambulance. We got there in no time. And then they, you know, they put me in a, in a room and they're giving me anti-venom and I got fluids and pain medication, all that stuff. And they're just managing it. Are you panicking? Yes, but not, maybe not as much as I should be. I felt like I was in good hands. I could still breathe. I had no idea what I looked like at this point and that would have changed things. <gasps> and by that time, I've had my mom called or I called her. I can't remember how we got her in. And I mean, she still describes it that my face was like the shape of a basketball. It was completely rounded. It was huge. And I saw a picture and she says the picture is about when it was about 50% as bad as it had gotten. Wow. And it's bad. The picture looks pretty bad. It looks like I just got like slammed by a bus in the head, like in the face. Like I'm just like, like completely swollen and just ridiculous. But apparently it was worse. Anyways, shortly after she comes in, the doctors are like, listen, you know, this is really bad because of where it is. They're like, if you can't breathe, you let us know. Like, we need to know immediately if you can't breathe. You know, looking back, if I couldn't have been able to breathe, they would have done what's called a tracheotomy. And it's where they literally perforate a hole exactly right in oh my trachea. God. Right there. Assuming that the inflammation swelling didn't extend to that or beyond that, which I think was a fair to assume it probably wouldn't go that far. I think they did that on snakes on a plane. They had to trach somebody. Yeah, it's a very accurate uh, an, snake uh, movie. What was it called? A tray? A tracheology. Tracheology. They did yeah. tracheology. tracheotomy. They take a pen <laughs> and they Here's stab the person in the neck so that they could breathe. I guess a tracheostomy. I should have said, I'm sorry. It's really just an incision. An otomy would be implying you're removing some of it. Tracheostomy. Oh, that's what I meant to say Tracheostomy. Yeah, that's yeah. my fault. Sorry. My apologies. Um, so, good, Joe. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the worst of it, honestly. I mean, I had like my face looked like I'd been like, like had a bad, you know, deal with the mob or something and they were pissed at me. But like, other than that, how lucky are you? I think I'm super lucky, man. I mean, I think that was also a blessing in disguise because my enthusiasm for wildlife and dangerous animals in particular was so outrageous and out of control that like, dude, if I started these trips and got out, like I might've got myself killed. And I still did things after that. Then it's like, oh my God, you're going to die, bro. But like, um, it was a blessing in disguise and that in terms of the lesson learned and just having respect. And I've handled hundreds of venomous snakes since then hundreds and hundreds and like had and everything's been fine and i'm like 
I don't put, I try not to put myself in a situation like that. That's such a cool little like warning that you had right at the beginning of your career. It was a big warning. It was a big like lesson to learn, but it like, thank God it was like no like severe permanent stuff. And like, yeah, it was a very cool, I mean, somebody was looking down on me and thinking, I want you to work with animals, but dude, you're going to screw this up if you keep up this kind of stuff, you know? There's a picture of you with like gorillas. Are you just staring at them waiting if there's a moment that you have to back away from them? Dude, that, those guys were pretty cool. Um, that was with the silverback gorillas in Rwanda. Or I'm sorry, the silverback gorillas, Jesus. So a silverback is any male, big male developed gorilla. That was with the eastern mountain gorilla. Um, so it's funny. You were talking about do other animals pick up on like an alpha kind of thing, right? Yeah. And I wasn't by no intention trying to show this. There was a silverback, a big male there. Mm-hmm. I was by no means trying to establish any kind of a dominance. You know, I want him to know as much as anybody that I am below you. You are the boss. Like, I'm not trying to miss. But I spit on him. Yeah. But so then I. <laughs> so I, I threw a um, stick at him. <laughs> yeah. I grabbed his girlfriend. And uh, <laughs> she was cute. She was cute. <laughs> and no, man, he like he like kind of like he. Didn't like full on charge me to like get right up in my face, but like out of nowhere, he would just be looking at me, looking down, looking at me, looking down. He's eating grass and hanging out. That's crazy. Looking at me. And then all of a sudden, man, he just got up and just like took a few steps at me. And the guy, you know, I had a guide there and he like pushed me off to the side and I like turned around. And I was same kind of thing. Like I'm trying to show him submissive. So I'm trying to like hunch my body, look over my shoulder just to like see if he's still kind of going after. But I want him to know like, bro, I'm not going to hurt you. And the gorillas in general... They're not like an overly, they're not an aggressive primate species. Some are much more aggressive. Like uh, it'd be scary to be that close to a wild chimp. Could you have taken him? I don't know. I think he could take a gorilla. No, dude. <laughs> I think Evan time. could too. Yeah. I mean, I mean I if would... we were there, if you and I were there, like to back him up, maybe he's got the gorilla on his back and like we're kicking the gorilla. Like, <laughs> I, like we're kicking the legs of the gorilla. <laughs> not the head. I don't want to, I don't want to kill the gorilla, but yeah, I want to, I want to let him know like who's boss. <laughs> Our best boss. chance is yeah. like figure out the weakest link. Mm-hmm. Joe. Joe, yep. And then just like run. And oh, push him to the gorilla. Push him. And then run. (laughs) And bail. Totally. (laughs) I like that idea. There there's also a picture of you with an orangutan. And he popped out. I'm gonna have to stop you there. It's orangutan. You gotta sound cool. Oh, I said tang. I thought it was. Most people say that. Most people say that. So I'm not I'm not I'm just giving you a hard time. But technically, if you go start talking to animal, people say tan. Orangutan. You'll be a whole lot cooler. Yeah. Orangutan. Orangutan. Yeah. So that, that was another male, dude, this was the craziest thing. So I talk about this in the book too, but like we go, so I'm in Borneo and I'm going to the, uh, the Tajung Puting National Park. And this is like one of the most epic, iconic places in the world to see the orangutan. I was with my best buddy, Tim, and we had a guide and it was just the three of us. We see a big male there and the males are, they're morphologically really distinct from females. A big developed male has this big like plate face. They get these big cheek pads. They look like plates and they have this big like circle moon face. And this guy just looks frightening. He's like, he's a big greater ape, you know, and he's just huge and muscular and ridiculous. And this freaking orangutan is stopped on the trail. He's posted his arm up on this tree and he's just like, knows we're heading on this walking trail. He sees it every day. He knows what it is. He knows where we're going. And he's like, just standing right in front of us. And we're like, it's fine. We're just, we'll walk the other way for a little bit. He'll, he'll move out. We'll, we'll leave. We turn around and this guy disappears back into the jungle. And now on the other side of the trail, he's doing the same thing. Oh same one, God. same trail facing the other way. We turned around and he disappeared and came back and now he's looking at us. My heart that sounds like a fucking horror movie. Dude, oh, dude. My heart would rock. It was legit horror movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm like this, like orangutans aren't known for being super aggressive. Like in the wild, if they don't have to, you know, it's always an opportunity cost. When animals 
want to quote unquote attack or whatever it is. Right. And especially if they want to be an aggressor and, and in that case would be kind of like an attack. And so he does that. And I'm like, Oh crap. You know, like shit, like this is, this could be like fucked. Like, Oh my God. You know, I don't, I don't think this kind of thing happens often here, but like, this is not good. We got two big guys. This guy's like, who the hell are these dudes? Like we're bigger than a lot of the tourists going through there. And so we're like, okay, we turn around again and me and Ewan have our hands like over our junk. And that's because like, this is more of a chimp thing, but chimps, you know, I've heard so many horror stories of chimps ripping off guys' balls Oh my God. and uh, the, you know, like other vets and other keepers and things like that. Like that's, I mean, they do that to each other in the wild and the male, the males and are competing for whatever, you know, position and socially or female, whatever. Like, I mean, they just fight super, super dirty. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I'm not familiar with orangutans doing this, but I didn't, I was just like, didn't want to risk it. Not that I was going to do anything if he wanted to rip my hands off and then my nuts. It would have been easy. <laughs> Take my hand. So, yeah. Yeah. And so we're walking back and Tim's, so he had no idea that this was a thing in primates at all. And he's like, what are you guys doing? This is hilarious. And I'm like, dude, we could die. And he's like, oh, okay. Like it was so funny. And we're walking. So we find him again on the trail. We turn around again to head back the original way we're going. Right. Yeah. And instead of disappearing or standing there, dude, he just starts walking right towards us. Oh and he's God. on all fours. And he's walking at a like a faster walk pace, but not like fully like aggressively coming at us like super fast. But what like, are you thinking, dude, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. I don't I don't know. Like, this is just freaking scary. I don't think something's going to happen because like it's just not a common orangutan thing. But this is kind of insane. And so he gets closer. He's closer. All of a sudden, this guy's right on our tail, like literally like I'd reach back and like, you know, oh, behind you right on our tail, right behind us. And he just keeps walking and he's looking at us and he's looking down and looking at us and he just walks right past us and then continues on. It's like, he had to see what we were up close and get a better gauge and see that we're not doing anything to show aggression to him. Like we're not making eye contact. We're not trying to look big. Like I'm just, I got my shoulders down. I'm just covering my nuts, you know, trying to be a <laughs> smart guy and uh, walking away. And then he just walks past us and that was that. So you were covering yourself to show that he's the dominant one. No, that was more just like I didn't want him to rip my nuts off. But, again, I couldn't <laughs> have, like... <laughs> but I feel like if you do that, like that's a great way to show that in general. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah, like, dude, you go out to the bars, some guys get in your <laughs> face, just stand there and droop your shoulders. Don't make eye contact and put your hands over your nuts. And I feel like you'll definitely like... <laughs> De-escalate the situation. Yeah. Pretty fucking badass, man. <laughs> I love it, man. I mean, I, don't, I just I just really love it. I love getting in the wild. I love being around these animals. I love, you know, it's so fun getting to work on the individuals as a vet. And then it's so fun to promote their conservation on a bigger scale with other people that are really in the trenches and, you know, helping these, these the wildlife and different species or different habitats. It's super fun. Well, where can everyone find you? Uh, I mean, I think it's the easiest place to find my work is probably on, on Instagram and like Facebook, like at Dr. Dot Evan, Anton. DR period, Evan Anton, E-V-A-N-A-N-T-I-N. But usually I'm posting everything on Facebook too. Guys, Evan's book world wild vet is available everywhere. Now go check it out. Thanks for coming on, man. If I'm honest with you, I thought a grizzly bear, I was going to answer the front door, but it was just you. So <laughs> <laughs> I should have like, just had some skull and like mess with you guys if it was just joe now i know you so next time you come right i don't want to come at you too weird but <laughs> next time you know hey thank you guys so much um, for having me on man i love just chatting yeah. about this chatting animals and having some fun and hearing joe's 
fucking questions. Le- learning oh about God. dinosaurs. Yes, they are real. Because my girlfriend's going to get me a T-Rex tooth, I think, for my birthday. Dude, do it. Right? Yes. I mean, that's pretty fucking insane. And a megalodon tooth. Get one of those big, those big megalodon big shark, teeth. Yeah? The shark teeth? Yeah. yeah. Carry that around my neck? Oh, dude. You have like a big, like, three-inch long shark tooth? Yeah. I really want to I get- might actually have like a tin, like a hint of respect for you if you do that. Oh, my God. I'll get three. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Evan. Thank you, guys. Bye. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.